Hi, everybody. Um, I can't see or hear anyone, but I'm going to assume that I'm speaking to uh, to some people. Um, uh, thanks a million for, for tuning in. Um, my name is Roland Doyle, um, and I'm a third year PhD student uh, in NUIG. Um, and as I say, thanks a million for tuning in. It's lovely to get the chance to uh, to speak a little bit about uh, about what I'm working on at the moment. And uh, and with that in mind, yeah, I should say at the beginning actually that uh, I've been told there's a, a chat function um, that's operating. So if you have any questions or comments, uh, please put them into the uh, into the chat box. And um, and I hope there'll be a little bit of time to um, to to look at some of those questions um, or comments at the end of the presentation. Um, so the presentation is titled Ephemerality and IS Research, uh, an interdisciplinary review. And uh, as you might have guessed, it's all around this, uh, this wonderful topic uh, of ephemerality. So to kick things off, if I can change, now there we go. Uh, I'll just give you an overview uh, of the presentation. Um, I'd like to first set this work in the context uh, of my PhD. Um, and I'll, you know, just take a couple of slides to do that, um, and then I'd like to, you know, look at the main question that this uh, that this uh, presentation is posing, which is why ephemerality, or more specifically, why should information systems uh, researchers and indeed all uh, IS stakeholders be interested and engaged with this uh, this concept of ephemerality? Um, I'll take you through uh, our structural approach to this uh, interdisciplinary review and set out some of our research questions, um, or all of our research questions. And then I'll look at um, some of our initial findings. Actually, when I look at it there on the slide, I think findings really should be uh, inside quotation marks. I'll stress at this point, this is very much um, a, a work in progress, a developmental uh, work, and that findings are ongoing and being synthesized. Um, and then finally, I'll uh, outline a couple of the challenges that at least that I perceive around this uh, this review and then uh, take us through uh, the next steps, what directions uh, I hope that this uh, that this work can go in. So just before we get to um, to that PhD context, I just you know, think it's prudent really to, to set out a definition for ephemeral and for ephemerality. Um, and I've included here two dictionary de definitions from uh, Oxford and Merriam-Webster, and all of these dictionary uh, definitions, you know, revolve around variations of the same thing, which is that ephemeral or ephemerality, uh, which can be an adjective or a noun, um, is all about something lasting or being used uh, for a very short period of time. And I think it's important uh, to, to put out these dictionary definitions at the beginning because you know, one of the main problems that our, uh, our review highlights at this point is that there are uh, problems around the clarity of exactly what ephemeral is, uh, particularly in digitalized or digital contexts. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll explain or try to explain this, uh, this problem in a little more depth uh, later on. But for now, just to say that frequently ephemeral is used uh, in IS studies and indeed in studies uh, around ephemerality and other disciplines without any kind of qualification or characterization. And very often it seems like an assumption is that we should return to these uh, dictionary definitions to understand how ephemerality is being grounded in, uh, in various uh, empirical studies. 
So in terms of the PhD, as I said, um, I've recently started the third year of my PhD uh, last October, and I'm looking at this theory uh, called liquid modernity, which was developed by a, a Polish sociologist and philosopher named uh, Zygmunt Bauman. Um, I'm assuming that uh, many of you listening uh, you know, will not be familiar uh, with Bauman's work, may have no familiar, familiarity with it. Um, at all. So it might be helpful to know that there are certain parallels between Bauman's work and uh, the work of other sociologists like Ulrich Beck um, and Anthony Giddens, uh, particularly uh, when it comes to Beck, maybe his work uh, on risk society, which has been impactful uh, in IS, um, and indeed in the collaborative work between uh, Beck and Giddens and Scott Lash in developing this uh, uh, theory of reflexive modernity, um, which has also been used in IS. There are parallels uh, there as well. I mean, these three sociologists, Bauman, Beck and Giddens, uh, I think it's fair to say they're all canonical and they're all linked by their view uh, of modernity. Uh, for a start, each of them believe that our current phase of modernity is a continuation of modernity as opposed to some alternative like post-modernity. Uh, all of them stress to varying degrees um, uncertainty and instability, uh, and again, to varying degrees that any efforts at, uh, at prediction or control are fundamentally compromised uh, by the ways that modernity uh, is currently unfolding. This is what Giddens calls uh, manufactured uncertainty. And then finally, all three of them uh, share an assumption as well that the key to understanding uh, contemporary social conditions lies in understanding processes of individualization. Um, there are parallels as well uh, between Bauman's work and the work of other uh, well-known sociologists like Manuel Castells and Hartmut Rosa, uh, John Uri, uh, particularly around concepts like network society and social acceleration uh, and mobility as developed by John Uri. Um, and I think that these perspectives uh, might in fact be particularly useful in teasing out some uh, perspectives around ephemerality that don't come through in the uh, in the IS literature. For Bauman and liquid modernity, he develops his theory around two metaphors, uh, liquidity and uh, solidity. And just to try and put it in a nutshell, solidity is exemplified, uh, at least in the developed world, by uh, for Bauman, uh, by an earlier phase of modernity, what he calls a uh, solid modernity. And the high point of this, uh, this period of solid modernity it was maybe a hundred years ago. Um, you can think of uh, firms and organizations like Ford um, and General Motors. Um, you know, these are very good examples, early 20th century examples of solid organizations with solidity for Bauman, uh, best characterized by stability. And then liquidity, which characterizes again for Bauman our, our contemporary uh, social conditions. More than anything else, um, liquidity is characterized by continual, um, frequently unpredictable change. And a, and a primary effect of these uh, liquid modern uh, change processes is the continual undermining of solidity. Uh, so it's important to say that for Bauman, solidity hasn't uh, disappeared, but it is being continually undermined, whether that be, for example, uh, the solidity of social structures uh, around, for example, uh, the solidity of individual identity, um, of organizational objectives or strategies, 
um, or the boundaries of uh, between academic disciplines. All of these uh, boundaries and, uh, and structures, which for Bauman were previously solid, are now continually being uh, undermined. Um, so the goal of my PhD is to try and set out a framework uh, of these liquid modern principles that can be used by, uh, by IS researchers. Um, we've set out an initial framework uh, in paper one of the PhD, applying those liquid modern principles in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic and the role of IS in tackling that pandemic. And now in the second paper, we're focusing in and honing in on the ephemerality concept. Ephemerality is a core component of uh, the, the liquid modern perspective for Bauman, as well as many other sociologists, like uh, the likes of uh, George Simmel, uh, a major influence on Bauman. Ephemerality is it's a signifier um, of modernity. And for liquid modern scholars, uh, Bauman's theory highlights ephemerality as being, for example, a weakening uh, of social bonds or a characteristic of instability, uh, a characteristic of the fragility of global interconnection, um, you know, which is, of course, facilitated by ICTs and, and digital technologies. Uh, for other scholars, it's a ephemerality is a character, and these are, again, liquid modern scholars, um, ephemerality is a characteristic of this constant urge for innovation and transformation and change. Uh, for Hartmut Rosa and his development of the social acceleration theory, um, ephemerality relates to the fast pace of the li liquefaction of uh, social structures. And then finally, just in this last uh, bullet point here on this slide, uh, Bardi and Eckhart in, um, in a 2017 paper that's been very well received and is already um, highly cited, um, they list ephemerality as one of three uh, dimensions in their liquid consumption uh, framework. And, uh, and for Bardi and Eckhart, excuse me, ephemerality illustrates that relationships in liquid modernity have become much more transactional and much more disposable. So straight away, before we kind of get into the main body of the presentation, um, I can say that, you know, in our review to date, these are perspectives that uh, certainly don't emerge in uh, the IS literature view of the ephemerality concept. So why ephemerality and again, why should uh, IS stakeholders be looking at the concept uh, of ephemerality? Well, the first uh, reason I would suggest that that's important is that ephemerality, uh, certainly in recent years, has, has become highly topical and uh, our review would suggest that it's a, a, that the concept of ephemerality is, is relevant not only for IS scholars, but for business leaders, uh, for scholars across disciplines, the legal community, uh, governmental regulators, and uh, indeed for broader society. Um, you know, as an example, business leaders, uh, as well as organizational and consumer research scholars are looking at the role or the nature of ephemerality in areas like marketing, uh, customer communication, in-house communication, uh, organizational teamwork, um, and data storage, to name you know, just a few of the areas that ephemer ephemerality-related studies are, are focusing on. Um, some scholars have suggested that any business uh, making use of a social media platform, which as we know is uh, probably the vast proportion uh, of businesses currently, uh, that they'll need to consider uh, both the social and technical nature and functions of uh, ephemerality going forward. 
and other scholars have suggested that there's been a steep increase in the number of scenarios that require uh, data ephemerality. Uh, these include technical scenarios, for example, around uh, storage constraints uh, of connected systems. Um, you know, we might think particularly in this context of uh, the predicted growth rates uh, in terms of the internet of uh, the internet of things and the number of, uh, of connected uh, devices that we're expecting to come uh, online. Uh, another um, uh, scenario or area are regulatory scenarios around, for example, um, freedom of information uh, issues um, or in sensitive data such as e-health uh, data. Um, these are other scenarios that can require uh, data ephemerality. And finally, there are social scenarios. Uh, and this is a point that you know, will be repeated a few times throughout the presentation. But um, again, our review would suggest that, uh, or other studies which would suggest that there is an increasing user desire for data ephemerality uh, over data persistence. In other words, data that uh, does not remain um, permanent data that disappears over data that is uh, recorded. And then we've Mark Zuckerberg in, uh, in 2019 uh, writing that ephemeral type uh, social media are by far the fastest growing areas of online uh, communication. Uh, for Zuckerberg, the factors influencing this growth are a user desire for enhanced intimacy, um, a user desire for less permanent records, again, data ephemerality over persistence, um, and a user desire for more security around financial payments. And as if to uh, corroborate uh, Zuckerberg's comments, the value of Snapchat and ephemerality-based um, social media app has quadrupled since uh, 2019. It's now worth uh, in excess of 100 billion US dollars. Uh, I think it's right that when discussing ephemerality that we do focus in initially on uh, social media or ephem ephemerality based social media platforms. Um, our review would also uh, um, show that um, the vast majority uh, of ephemerality related work at the moment is taking place uh, in this domain, in the domain of um, social media platforms. And Snapchat are certainly um, the real pioneers and the innovators uh, when it came to incorporating ephemerality as a, as a technical feature. Uh, they're really the, the, uh, the um, ephemerality instigators and innovators. Um, but here on the left-hand side of this slide, um, and in fact, Telegram on the top of uh, the right-hand column, uh, these are all, you know, these are all applications where ephemerality is utilized as a core feature uh, of the platform, whereas in more recent times, we have the other perhaps more traditional social media platforms like Facebook, for example, are also increasingly incorporating ephemeral functions into their, uh, into their platforms. Facebook Vanish, for example, and um, Instagram Store. Facebook Vanish is ephemerality from swiping up, which automatically deletes uh, content. Instagram Stories and TikTok Stories see content uh, deleted after 24 hours. Um, and then WhatsApp view once is a, an ephemeral function introduced by WhatsApp, I think just last August, uh, where recipients of a photo or an image in WhatsApp have one opportunity to view the photo before it, uh, before it disappears. But, you know, where these apps um, utilize ephemerality as a core feature, um, we might also ask, you know, how ephemeral, for example, is a tweet. Um, how ephemeral is a tweet for the producer 
of the tweet or for the consumers um, of the tweet. Uh, might Twitter ephemerality be characterized by, by the context or, or the impact of the tweet or by the user expectation of the impact of the tweet? Uh, these are some of the questions that we hope our review will ultimately be able to uh, address. But I say this now because um, at this point in time, I don't wish to limit our study of ephemerality to only the uh, social media platform context. So just rounding off uh, our points on the, uh, the topicality of um, ephemerality. Uh, ephemerality is seen to enable um, um, personalization and individualization online. It's also seen to support efforts at self-preservation, particularly uh, self-preservation of one's identity uh, online. And then by proxy is seen to support anonymity um, online. Uh, studies suggest that ephemerality may also at least partially address concerns around security, privacy, control, um, and storage. And then there is this um, you know, increasing uh, user desire for more authentic forms of digital communication. Again, um, the idea is that data persistence um, denies or at least limits uh, the user and communicators being digitally present, that the, the knowledge that you know, what we're saying or what we are communicating um, online may be permanently recorded has, a, has, a, has an impact on the way that we communicate. Um, studies are already showing marketing studies, for example, that there's actually that there seems to be greater consumer recall from ephemeral advertising content than there is from traditional uh, scheduled repeated um, advertising content and psychology studies suggesting that um, ephemeral content act activates the FOMO, the fear of missing out um, effect. And then finally, um, again, uh, um, a, a, a user desire um, that seems to be increasing is that sharing sharing of content or data on, online should not necessarily uh, imply co-ownership over uh, the data or the content. And you know, ephemerality doesn't directly solve this problem, but it does offer one potential route around uh, this problem. So those are all of our. Um, uh, um, you know, reasons around the topicality of, uh, of ephemerality. And, you know, now just to state that ephemerality is already uh, a feature of IS research. Now I'm going to counter uh, this po the, the point on this slide in the next slide by pointing out that there actually isn't enough research around ephemerality um, in IS, but it is there and it does kind of crop up in a pretty important context as well, as I'll try to explain. As we've said, social media platforms form the bulk of analysis being done on ephemerality um, at the moment. One IS scholar, given the fact that social media platforms themselves are relatively new, one IS scholar comments that in the context of social media platforms, ephemerality is emerging as, quote, uh, a whole new principle. Um, but you know, ephemerality has existed uh, even in IS long before uh, social media platforms. I mean, just taking something like RAM, RAM random access memory, for example, or internet caches, um, you know, the, the data in RAM and internet caches is uh, fundamentally ephemeral. And then a domain within IS 
that uh, traditionally has uh, looked at ephemerality would be knowledge uh, management. We also see reference to, um, and this is just on this slide, a selection uh, of some of the studies uh, referencing or looking at ephemerality uh, in IS. We see design knowledge uh, being referred, you know, design knowledge is deemed to have uh, an ephemeral nature. Uh, online communities, uh, online groups have been described uh, as ephemeral in IS studies. And, you know, coming down to the, to the last bullet point on this slide, um, you know, this idea of a, a characteristic of digital or digital experience. Ephemerality, I mean, it describes one of the ways that we experience digital technologies um, as fleeting, uh, transient interactions and interactions that we expect or we want to leave no digital trace um, or digital memory. Uh, and where IS scholars like Kalinikos, for example, have pointed to the fundamentally ephemeral nature of all information. For you, and I think this is important, uh, ephemerality is one of three fundamental characteristics of digital or the experience of digital um, in, in, um, in you's opinion. And this is you know, a highly impactful, uh, highly insightful um, uh, IS paper. And you know, at least for me in the, cur in the current IS climate, of, um, of frequent calls for new theory and new concepts, uh, especially in the context of digitalization or digital transformation. Um, ephemerality being one of three key characteristics of digital suggests to me that it's certainly a concept uh, meriting serious attention in IS. As the counterpoint to that uh, previous slide, there is uh, a lack, uh, a relative lack of IS research uh, on the topic of ephemerality. Most of it, as I said, is uh, emerging now in the social media platform context. Maybe one of the reasons, um, you know, one of the reasons for this lack of research might be the fact that, uh, at least in the social media context, it is an emergent concept. Um, and, you know, ephemerality is quite a woolly, high-level abstract uh, concept. Um, you know, mightn't be the stereotypical concept that IS scholars would uh, traditionally engage with. Um, but I would argue that, you know, in spite of this, that it is actually a particularly suitable uh, concept for IS study, not only for the its topicality, uh, which I've mentioned already, but, you know, ephemerality challenges both technical and social standards, technical and social norms. Uh, IS is, um, you know, IS is concerned with both the technical and the social. Um, you know, looking at ephemerality facilitates study of one of IS's core components, which is uh, information and the nature uh, of information. And at a very fundamental level, um, ephemerality relates to, you know, what IS is ostensibly all about, and that is how data are collected and processed and stored and disseminated. And we frequently see in IS studies and indeed in studies in other domains that ephemerality is related to concepts like agility and fluidity, flux, speed, acceleration and transformation. Um, and, you know, I would argue that um, having a deeper uh, and more well-defined grasp over exactly what ephemerality is may help us to better account for the processes and impacts of uh, digitalization and digital transformation. 
There are as well um, risks, very real and practical risks uh, related to uh, ephemerality. Um, this is a fourth reason for IS researchers uh, to look at uh, the concept and not really knowing what ephemerality is, is not going to help us to, uh, to mitigate those risks. There are technical risks, regulatory and social risks. Uh, for example, there are regulatory and corporate compliance concerns around the, uh, the technical preservation of knowledge um, the last point on this slide uh, offers a good illustration of that problem, uh, where we have, for example, uh, Uber employees banning, or excuse me, the Uber CEO banning its employees from using ephemerality-based platforms for any Uber-related business. Uh, this arose out of the uh, Waymo versus Uber uh, lawsuit. Um, Waymo brought a lawsuit against uh, Uber and alleged that uh, Uber had... Um, uh, carried out theft of trade secrets um, uh, in relation to the development of their autonomous uh, driving technology um, and that they'd used ephemerality based apps to leave no digital uh, paper trail of this uh, alleged theft and the, uh, the lawsuit was ultimately settled out of court uh, for a very large fee but as we can see there are very practical organizational implications here associated with uh, ephemerality based apps um, you know, we can also, uh, some studies uh, suggest that ephemerality enables a predatory or criminal behavior um, online. And we've also seen ephemerality based platforms implicated in, uh, in US intellection, uh, or excuse me, election interference, as outlined in the Mueller report of, uh, of 2019. Ephemerality is intrinsically temporal and it has been, you know, well documented. That there isn't enough IS research uh, examining time and uh, and temporality, and you know, in my view, theories of time and temporality can enrich analysis of digital ephemerality, and indeed vice versa. Um, you know, ephemerality essentially has uh, it, it has a time bound character, and you know, this may ultimately make its measurability more possible insofar as if we can identify an ephemeral moment. Uh, that moment should have a beginning and an end. Um, a strategy such as Langley's uh, temporal bracketing might be useful in terms of trying to measure uh, ephemerality in this regard. New media scholars um, cited here um, have suggested that all social media time is ephemeral. Again, that's not a perspective that emerges in the uh, in the IS literature. Um, and we also have the suggestion that ephemerality is in itself a temporal challenge to traditional research. Um, you know, the, it, it's 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 suggested that the rate of change uh, is such that the the range of questions. Uh, that can be answered using traditional tools are, are too rigid or no longer um, um, uh, no longer work sufficiently to examine concepts like um, ephemerality. And then our final reason uh, supporting uh, the study of ephemerality in IS is, is just to point out that ephemerality is, is being looked at uh, in numerous other disciplines, and there's a selection of those disciplines here. Uh, many of these disciplines are, um, um, you know, could be regarded as sister disciplines for IS, or certainly disciplines where IS has a, has a direct relationship, like organization studies, consumer research, and marketing, for example. Um, and we're seeing really interesting perspectives emerge uh, in these other disciplines. And for example, in psychology and marketing and new media, 
uh, already scholars are trying to develop mechanisms uh, that may enable measurement of um, ephemerality. And one last thing to point out here is that in the vast majority of studies, um, digital technology is common, as I say, to the vast majority of studies. Um, you know, again, um, reinforcing the point, I think that um, that IS scholars should have a particular contribution to make uh, when it comes to uh, the concept of ephemerality. So those are our, uh, that's our, our motivation, our reason to, to look at the concept in the first place. And then just setting out you know, the problem uh, as we see it emerging from this, uh, this review. And as I alluded to earlier, the main problem is that there is a lack of clarity around uh, exactly what ephemerality is. Um, as I say, the concept is poorly delineated and defined um, frequently. Ephemerality is used uh, merely as an adjective and no qualification or characterization of the um, uh, uh, of the concept is offered um, in studies. I'd also say that a majority of studies are perhaps when it comes, and again, this is despite uh, the really interesting findings being presented in many of these studies, but a majority of studies at the moment uh, are, in my view, overtly um, user-centric. Uh, we're looking at um, you know, the characteristics or the demographics of users, uh, the user rationale for wanting to engage with um, an, ephem an ephemerality-based uh, um, app or platform, uh, the user ex experience of this type of engagement, and the impact of the experience um, on behavior. But again, uh, most uh, or you know, a significant proportion of studies are focusing on user characteristics, impacts, and rationale, et cetera, rather uh, than on the concept itself. Uh, and then finally, as I've said, it's often used as an adjective. And then again, in brackets at the bottom of this slide, in IES studies, for example, um, you know, we find online communities, experience groups, uh, design knowledge being referred to as ephemeral without actually qualifying or explaining what that means. You know, I've mentioned earlier that ephemerality is related uh, to other concepts like fluidity, flux, and speed, and so on. But again, one of the impacts of, you know, not really delineating the characteristics of ephemerality is that ephemerality is currently entangled uh, with these um, other concepts. Um, so, you know, a typical sentence might, in a study, might see um, ephemerality. Uh, mentioned along with fluidity in a sentence about digitalization, but no qualification given about uh, what either means. And I think the case of, uh, of you uh, in, in this um, um, highly insightful 2010 paper, where he lists out uh, ephemerality as one of these three fundamental characteristics of digital um, is really illustrative, uh, maybe the best illustrative um, uh, point in this regard for me so far, uh, insofar as he, he, he identifies it as being a fundamental characteristic uh, of digital, but doesn't define it, doesn't characterize it. Um, so for the reasons outlined um, for its topicality, the way it's being used in IS, and at the same time, the lack uh, of IS research around ephemerality um, for the related risks and for the richness of information available uh, in other disciplines, uh, we believe it's important to develop norms around ephemerality and to do that we need to have a better grasp of exactly what ephemerality is in other words when when we say that a digital experience is ephemeral we need to have a deeper understanding of exactly what that means 
So as such, our review is bound by the following assumptions. Uh, the first is that the ultimate target of our review is ephemerality in, uh, in digital context. The second assumption is that our core target audience are IS stakeholders interested in the concept of ephemerality. Thirdly, we assume that an interdisciplinary review of ephemerality will best serve uh, IS stakeholders. And lastly, we assume that foundational characteristics of ephemerality uh, can be categorized or delineated. So I'd like to uh, just briefly take you through our, our approach to this review and then set out our uh, research questions. And uh, I'm adopting or, or utilizing this uh, um, uh, 2011 Smith et al. Uh, paper as a partial template for this, uh, for this review. Um, I feel that their approach to their review is particularly appropriate for ours. Uh, they were looking at the, the concept of privacy, information privacy, which again is, as a concept, is quite um, hard to nail down and has also been analyzed in, uh, in multiple disciplines. So they follow, um, Smith et al follow a three-stage review approach, which they adopt from uh, Webster and Watson's review guidelines uh, in 2002. Um, you know, I'll just remind again that uh, I'll describe the three stages and what we're doing, but again, that this is a review in progress um, and that all of these stages are being uh, worked on and carried out simultaneously. So stage one um, is you know, performing a very broad search spanning multiple disciplines, including IS, philosophy, social sciences, um, and so on. Uh, then uh, I've browsed uh, journal databases, a few examples given there. Also looked at specific journal titles uh, like the IS Basket of Eight, um, also, and then you know targeted um, um, high-ranking uh, journals in other domains. Um, and then finally, uh, I've also looked at selected uh, conference proceedings, for example, ISIS. And the key words uh, utilized in uh, our searches include uh, ephemeral and ephemerality, uh, ephemeral and technology, and ephemeral and digital. And in stage one, uh, we engage with titles and abstracts to see uh, if um, these can meet our inclusion or exclusion criteria. Then stage two is what uh, Webster and Watson call going backwards. And the, uh, the objective here is to further uh, broaden the scope by reviewing citations of identified articles uh, to determine additional articles. And then stage three, uh, again, what Webster and Watson call going forwards, where we use a database, and I've been looking at, at the web of science, um, to identify articles uh, citing the articles that have been uh, selected. So to date, um, 68 articles, this review, this presentation and our review to date is based off 68 articles uh, and our book chapters. And just, you know, the objective of our content uh, analysis um, when looking at these different articles and adding to them as we will be doing going forward um, is a categorization or a typology uh, of definitions for and conceptualizations of ephemerality. We have three research questions, and those are uh, research question one, uh, what is and is not ephemerality? Uh, question two, what are the relationships between ephemerality and other constructs? And question three, to what extent 
does context matter in the relationships between ephemerality and other constructs? So I'll take you through some of our, uh, our findings so far. And again, I'll stress that this is very much a work in progress. Um, so I've what I've done here, as I haven't completed uh, the review or synthesized findings, I'm presenting in, in two tables here and in the next slide what I believe is a representative sample, firstly, of IS work around ephemerality, and then in the next slide, work from, uh, from different disciplines. Um, and, you know, I'll just try and hone in on, you know, maybe a couple of points of interest on both slides, but I'm happy to come back to them uh, again later on if, uh, if needs be. Um, so here what we have is kind of, uh, you know, reinforcement or confirmation of, you know, studies using ephemer uh, the, the, the term ephemeral or ephemerality without definition or characterization or with very basic uh, characterization. And, uh, and we do find uh, that it is um, ephemerality-based social media uh, studies that are producing new ways of uh, conceptualizing ephemerality. So in the uh, uh, characteristics role, uh, the italicized text are, are examples of new concepts, new ways of, uh, of looking at um, uh, ephemerality that social media platform analysis um, has produced. There are problems as well around um, the definitions. For example, we have uh, you know, a social media platform study here adopting um, a knowledge management definition for ephemerality. Um, and this might you know, be problematic insofar as firstly, the timelines for knowledge management ephemerality and social media platform ephemerality are very different. Knowledge management tending to be uh, much longer. And secondly, in adopting this, um, this uh, knowledge management definition for ephemerality, uh, the, the idea of perception or belief is, um, is assumed into the definition. And particularly when we're thinking about um, uh, the risks associated with ephemerality, the idea that ephemerality might merely be a perception or a belief that a user has uh, could you know, potentially be very problematic. Um, and just pointing to one uh, last feature on this, uh, on this table, which is at the uh, bottom of the second uh, column, uh, an excerpt there from the second column that stable uh, and ephemeral types of knowledge can be found in, uh, in the opposite extremes. And this speaks very clearly to me, particularly in terms of liquid modernity um, and solid and liquid and our hopes that a continuum uh, for ephemerality can be established hopefully through uh, this review. Again, this is uh, uh, what I hope is a, a representative sample of, um, of some of the studies that we've looked at in other disciplines, non-IS uh, disciplines. And as we can see, again, definitions uh, tend to be thin on the ground um, and where they appear, uh, they can be quite vague. Uh, but what we do see emerging in other uh, disciplines are really interesting perspectives on the characteristics or the ways that ephemerality um, can be conceptualized. Uh, Bardi and Eckhart there in the last column uh, I've mentioned already. And I think Lennon's work as well on establishing ephemer ephemerality as a mechanism uh, is particularly interesting, particularly in the context of our ultimate goals uh, for this research.
Um, here in this uh, slide, this figure is uh, is a developmental attempt uh, um, to establish relationships between ephemerality and other constructs, and also to try and begin to disentangle it uh, from other concepts. Um, so as we see it at the moment, um, antecedents for ephemeral context include an actor uh, or artifact goal for controllability, um, fluidity in terms of the flow of events that are instantiated in change, time and temporality is inbuilt uh, in ephemerality in both user expectation and experience, as well as in technical specifications. And then the speed of events has a direct bearing on the, uh, on the rate of change. And the ephemerality concept, context subsequently sees outcomes in other areas or other constructs, uh, including privacy um, and trust. Trust where the outcome might be classed as positive for the user, but simultaneously might have negative outcomes in terms of transparency. And we also see outcomes in other areas like anonymity, uh, regulation, obsolescence, and memory. So again, for me, describing the relationships and, um, and maybe disentangling the interdependencies between ephemerality and these constructs is one of our primary goals. Just looking at some of the, uh, the challenges, uh, uh, as I perceive them, around this, uh, this review, and certainly maybe, maybe the biggest uh, challenge is around the breadth of the, uh, the review and uh, the number of disciplines um, and different areas that the review needs to engage with, you know, particularly for one person. Um, and then, um, you know, this might have follow on impacts for the robustness uh, of the review. Um, and then secondly, uh, you know, some uh, scholars, some, uh, so, some people might argue that delineation of ephemerality might well be counterproductive. Uh, Bauman himself, uh, you know, creator of liquid modernity would more than likely argue this point that increased categorization, increased solidity is only going to be uh, further undermined. Um, and for some scholars, it may well be best uh, to leave ephemeral uh, defined and characterized quite vaguely, um, that it needs to be vague and fluid to be able to flow between different categories and different levels of analysis. Just in our final uh, slides, um, I'd like to uh, just finish with you know three schematic visualizations of where we hope uh, that this work might uh, be able to go. Um, and you know the first uh, framework presented here, uh, which is based and adapted uh, from you, uh, 2010, is establishing high-level dimensions uh, for ephemerality. Um, so, for example, space um, in the context of ephemerality, it might be physical space, it might be online space, uh, it might be both. Uh, actors might be uh, human beings, uh, they might be autonomous systems, they might be both, but someone or something must experience uh, ephemerality. Um, artifacts might be social media platforms or internet caches or a storage system, uh, and time might be long, uh, it might be short. Uh, and again, time and temporality directly speaks to the experience of ephemerality. And for me, you know, this the starting point of trying to break down what ephemerality is, is the interrelation of these dimensions, which, you know, again, for me, provide the dimensions for uh, ephemerality. 
then bringing it down a level, uh, but still within those dimensions, uh, we aim to categorize and characterize ephemerality so that it might be uh, assessed and even measured. Um, and in the context of what we might call digital or socio-technical ephemerality, we see ephemerality as having both a social uh, and a technical component. So social ephemerality might be determined by analyzing user expectation and experience, where expectation of ephemerality is high and the experience matches the expectation, social ephemerality is high. And similarly, technical design can provide high uh, technical ephemerality outcomes. But at this point, we're theorizing that each one of expectation, experience, design, and outcome must be in sync, uh, or the level of ephemerality will decrease, will suffer. Um, a very obvious example is that you know, ephemerality being an expected assumption or perception that is not provided for by technical function or outcome will naturally impact uh, the level of ephemerality. And then finally, um, and again, you know, finishing up with uh, another simple visualization, uh, we see ephemerality as existing upon uh, a continuum with persistence uh, or permanence at one end, which might be characterized as, uh, as solid in liquid modern terms, and strong ephemerality at the other end, which might be characterized as liquid and moving left to right degrees of, uh, of ephemerality increase. So the ultimate hope for, uh, for this review uh, is that we can ultimately provide um, a categorization of ephemerality that enables location of ephemerality upon this continuum, which again, we hope uh, can be of use both to, uh, to IS researchers and practitioners. I have um, a couple of slides here of, uh, of references. Um, and obviously I'm happy to, uh, to share uh, any of these slides with anyone who's interested in looking at them uh, in more depth. But that is it for my presentation on ephemerality and I'm looking at the time and perhaps I'm a little early in finishing up um, or maybe I was speaking a little quickly, but there are some uh, questions I think in the chat box. So I'm just going to stop sharing see if I can access those uh, questions. And while I'm doing that, uh, thank you again for listening. Um, so there's a question from Kate, and thanks a million. Um, it strikes me that power and politics uh, are key aspects too. Whoever controls the fleeting presence and disappearance of the ephemeral um, fruitful area of research, many thanks. And, and thank you uh, very much. Uh, Kate, um, and definitely, um, you know, power in politics, again, coming back to, um, to liquid modernity, um, for Bauman, one of the key destabilizing uh, impacts of liquid modernity is the fact that there is uh, social political inequality, and that those in power, whether or not they're governments, uh, or increasingly, for example, um, you know, big tech, big tech companies, um, that inadvertently or otherwise um, are actually increasing uh, the inequalities uh, between people um, rather than bringing them closer together as digitalization uh, often claims to do. Um, and there's a comment uh, from Noel as well. Thanks a million, Noel. 
um, using the example you mentioned of digital transformation, is it possible to specify whether ephemerality is something that refers to uh, an attribute of a tool technology, a characteristic of space and time, for example, to transform, or something psychological, um, an experience or perception we have about being transformed? Um, and again, I'm forgetting the beginning of that point as I get to the end of it. Um, but thanks a million, Noel. I'm going to look at that in, uh, in more detail definitely afterwards. And I think if I'm um, you know, just taking the comments, uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm getting the comments um, at least partially in first take, uh, I think this is exactly what um, I'm driving towards with the, uh, these kind of high level dimensions um, of ephemerality. Um, I'm clicking, but I've just realized I'm not sharing the screen anymore, but, um, but these high level dimensions of space, actor, time and artifact I think are very, for, uh, you know, can possibly be a, a very good first uh, um, uh, categorization of the dimensions um, of ephemerality. Um, that's it, I think. I'm not seeing any more questions. I'm not sure if anyone is still online, but um, I think that's it for me. It's 10 to 1, so we're all getting out uh, 10 minutes early, but um, I'll just finish up by saying uh, thanks a million to those who've been here and to anyone who's listened. And as I say, if anyone wants to get in touch and uh, give me a few prods or a few comments or a bit of advice, I'd more than appreciate it. Um, so thanks a million and uh, take care of them. Have a good week. <laughs>